Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hey everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And we are continuing our coverage of the Great American Baking Show Holiday Edition. Season 5, Episode 1, and this is Part 2. Part 2. Bread Week. It is Bread Week. Mm-hmm. In the introduction, we Spice Adams, he's in a slice of bread. That's right. Yep. <laughs> it was kind of creepy. I kind of liked it. And uh, Paul was about to butter him. That was creepy. Yeah, that was creepy. Um, imagine waking up and seeing a giant Paul with a butter knife and some butter. Anyway, that's a nightmare. <laughs> He wakes up and he says, does this mean that Paul is my father? And they say, no, it just means that it is bread week, which is a, a relief. So we have nine bakers remaining. And this is part two of, uh, so this is, we, we're saying this is part two because the way they release it, it's two episodes per week. Right. Right. So this is part two of episode one, but it's a new week. Sorry if that's confusing. It's uh, <laughs> it's not our fault. I blame ABC. ABC. Why did you do that? <laughs> but we are at nine bakers remaining. Um, the bakers enter the tent. They introduce the signature challenge. <clears throat> and the signature challenge is to bake one dozen savory breadsticks. They get an hour and 45 minutes. And uh, breadsticks. Does that seem easy to you? It seems very easy. Breadsticks. I think... I don't know if I've seen uh, like breadsticks done on the Great Bridge. They, they probably have done it. But mm-hmm. uh, it's a very... Uh, I, think I, I, I mean, I think I can make a breadstick. I think you can too. Right. Um, I don't know if I would... I would probably make one of the crispy ones. Because Paul's very uh, descriptive of breadsticks. And he says you can either make a soft or a crispy textured one. And the soft ones look kind of large. They did. <clears throat> there was like a big difference between like a big large breadstick or like a, you know, a tiny crispy one. To eat, I would rather have the large one. <laughs> the larger ones seemed less successful. I think so too. You think so? Yeah, because they like the, the, the snap and the crisp. Mm-hmm. And the one, all the large ones that they did seemed kind of like sunken. Or they like, look like Play-Doh. Yeah, I don't think they, they got the texture right for the large ones. Mm-hmm. Although... I like te- personally, I would want to eat a large one just because it has more stuff in it. <laughs> like, I want to eat a breadstick with like meat in it. I think we know that about you by now, right? So I guess that's. I just want to eat a sandwich. <laughs> <what I'm> saying. <laughs> Do you have a sandwich around? Like, I think around? you have the right idea, though. Yeah, no, the, the, the crispy ones. I think. I think. I mean, if I'm going to dinner and somebody gives me a breadstick, yeah, I'll eat it. You want the whole loaf, <laughs> right? the whole loaf of breadstick. <laughs> so let's go to the bakers. First up, we're going to talk about Andrew. Brother Andrew. Brother Andrew, who's making pantry breadsticks. And th- this is the huge, uh, he's making huge breadsticks because he uses sun-dried tomatoes, which are big. He's resourceful. Yes, he is. Whatever's in the pantry, that's what he uses. He would be good on like chopped. Yes. 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 Yeah. He would uh, make breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> he's also using uh, lemon zest. And uh, during judging, 
the judges say the flavor is good, but all they get is the lemon. Mm. And the lemon overpowered his breadsticks. But other than that, I think he did okay. Um, I would want to eat his breadsticks because they're likely to get me full. <laughs> <laughs> and next, let's talk about a- Alex. So Alex, um, he was a star baker for the first week. The first week of the show, he wore... Oh, what week was it again? It was a cake knife. <clears throat> it was a cake knife. A pink for, cake knife. For cake week. Earring. And during the, the podcast, I said, do you think he's going to wear a different themed earring every week? And then I said, maybe during bread week, you'll wear a loaf of bread. <laughs> and I said it jokingly. Like, you know, it'll be funny to see someone wear an earring that's a loaf of bread. Um, Alex probably heard me. Because he wore an earring that was a loaf of bread. <laughs> you totally called that. I called it. That was amazing. So either I'm a really good guesser or Alex is very predictable. Mm. Somewhere in the middle. No, I'm going to say I'm a good guys. guesser. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good guesser. I'm going to give you credit for that because that was awesome. Okay. I was really excited about it. <laughs> and for that sole reason alone, I hope Alex makes it very far. Yeah, because I want to see what he wears uh, each week. Yes. So what, what weeks do we know are left? I know there's always a pastry week. Mm. What do you think he's going to wear during Pastry Week? I don't know. That's I think it's going to be a pie. A pie? Yeah. A whole pie or like a slice of pie? A whole pie. Oh, man. That would be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's going to that's gonna go down. Um, for his breadstick, he makes yakitori breadsticks using uh, bacon and Japanese mayo. And Paul, while he's watching him make it, says, make sure that the teriyaki is in every bite. Um, Alex didn't do this. No. Because <laughs> during judging, they said that uh, his, his breadsticks are kind of bland and they need more teriyaki. A little light-handed there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I guess if you're going to use teriyaki, you want to make sure you taste teriyaki. Which is why, like, whenever I go to, like, a teriyaki bowl, like, restaurant, they always give me a lot of sauce. Do you ask for extra sauce? Um, I think the ones that I go to are really nice and they automatically, like if I'm getting it to go there, they mm-hmm. automatically give it to me. Oh, okay. I don't use it all though. I always get mine on the side because I don't care for it. You don't like teriyaki sauce? Not a lot. Hmm. Um, if you had a breadstick, would you want teriyaki in every bite? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you and Paul can uh, fight that out. <laughs> I'm not that mad at the bacon though. Right. Yeah, no, the bacon, the bacon. The bacon, it looked like it smelled good. I was about to say it smelled good. It looked like, like it smelled good. It smelled good from the, uh, the Were the you TV. there? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm. And then yeah. I floated, and then I just started <laughs> levitating toward the TV. <laughs> but, you know, that, I mean, that combination sounds pretty good. Too bad it was disappointing. Next, we're moving on to Bianca. Bianca makes southern spicy breadsticks, which incorporate roasted corn and jalapeno. Um, Bianca is a little forgetful. Because she forgets her yeast. And yeast is pretty important. They talked about it in the beginning. (laughs) You need the yeast. I think she throws it in later. Uh, um, Yeah, I think it was at the wrong time. Yeah, during judging, they said they they spot it right away, um, Paul and Sherry. And they said that her breadsticks are dense and, and wet. And asked her if there was yeast in it. So again, she has conceptually a really great idea. Yeah. But unfortunately, she is not able to execute the way that we want her to. Did you see, like, at the like the end of her, like, uh, 
when she was just about to play it, she kind of just threw it. In yeah, the she did. Time was going down <laughs> yeah. quickly, and she just she threw like, all the basket. Them all there. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, that's a little disappointing for a graphic designer. Um, yeah, I still have high hopes for her. Do like graphic designers not use a lot of different things because she's a little forgetful? Like, I guess they just—I don't know. Maybe I'm drawing too much of correlation. <laughs> So next, we're moving to Carlos. Carlos is making a sweet potato and za'atar breadsticks. How do you pronounce that? Za'atar? Za'atar? Yeah, sure. Okay. Is it French? Uh, I don't think it is. <laughs> you know how well we do right. with French words. Right. It has enriched dough. And they say that the sweet potato can be tricky. Um, and it proves to be tricky because when he bakes it, I guess some of them are more brown than others. And he's like, I'm just going to put the brown ones on top. <laughs> it's a good strategy to put the ones that you want the judges to taste on top. If there's anything that we learned, though, you really can't trick these judges. Mm. No, because they'll like dig in there and like pick out the one that looks like really weird. <laughs> and then that's the one they'll eat. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he can't trick the judges. Um, they see it right away. And they don't really like his uh, bake. They said that he shouldn't have used sweet potato. Right. Yeah. It's, it's too bad for Carlos. I wasn't mad at it when I heard about it, though. No, it's kind of good. Yeah. yeah. But to put that in a breadstick, I guess it could be tricky. True. I mean, if he was making like a pie or something. <laughs> um, we yes. Won't, we probably won't see that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to find out. Yeah. Uh, Dana. Dana is making a crispy carbonara breadsticks. Carbonara. Delicious. I'm excited about that. Uh, Baby Spice is ex- excited about the carbonara. We share that excitement together. There's, that's pretty relatable to be excited about that type of meat. Carbonara is a meat, right? I don't think so. <clears throat> it's like a, is it like a way of cooking a meat? I'm not sure. Because I've had carbonara pasta before and it's delicious. But I'm not sure if the carbonara referred to the it, style. or like... I thought it was a type of sauce. Oh, you're probably right. So there could be meat in the sauce, but I don't think it's carbonara meat. That's true. Is it? I don't know. Whatever it is, I enjoy it. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. So she makes a crispy carbonara breadsticks, which are topped with Romano cheese. Um, Paul asked, do you have enough time to make them crispy um, during her when she was she was baking it? And it turns out she did because uh, at the end of the, during judging, they said that the flavor was good and the cheese was good. Good for Dana. Dana. Danae? Did we settle on her name? I think it's Dana. Dana. Yes. Not Dana. No. Hmm, or Danae. It's probably not Danae. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Marissa. Marissa. Maris A. Okay, now we're just. <laughs> <laughs> Maris A makes an Egyptian <laughs> spice crissini, which incorporates pistachio and hazelnut. And uh, she's seasoning with sesame seeds. Um, during judging, they said that the bake. Or her breadsticks are crispy, but she said that she would use some type of heat in it. No, no that's not right. It was crispy, but uh, they didn't really get much flavor in it. Mm. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people are having trouble during this challenge. It's a breadstick. <laughs> but it's not packing enough punch. Yeah, not, not enough punch. Um, Sally. Sally, who is the antibiotics researcher. Who is, I think she's really impressive with her techniques. I heart Sally. <clears throat> yeah, you heart Sally? That was one of your picks from last week, right? Yeah, because she, she she does really well. 
And she's very ambitious. She makes hot and crispy braided breadsticks. Mm-hmm. And each braid or strand has a different flavor in it. And uh, she did the most work, I think, out of anybody. She also braided her hair. Yeah. Um, that was also impressive. <laughs> <laughs> also, I've never braided anyone's hair before. Uh, have you? Is that something I should do? Like, that should be on my bucket list? Braiding I think so. Hair? You're missing out. <clears throat> uh, let me ask my wife about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, could probably, I could probably arrange something. You are missing out. Right. During judging, this, the judges say that the breadsticks are good, they're crunchy and hot. So she has heat in this country. It's so good. She checked those marks. Moving on to Sarita. Sarita makes a smoked rosemary and cheese grissini. Mm-hmm. Um, when she's making her breadsticks, she doesn't net her uh, dough with the machine because she says, my mom would never use a mixer. And she incorporates smoky sea salt, which sounds delicious. If I had a, a jar of smoky sea salt, I would just start sprinkling it on everything. <laughs> Um, they said, the judges said that the the flavor was good, the rosemary was good, but they can't really taste the sea salt, which is disappointing. Yeah. So I guess they're running, a lot of them are running into the problem of, they have a breadstick and they put this flavor in it, but I guess the flavor doesn't come out because it's so tiny or... It's interesting because you would think the opposite because it's such a small piece of bread. Yeah. So that, to a flavor, it would be really easy, right? Yeah. But I guess they're just not getting the other ingredients in. Yeah. So Tanya, Tanya is making a Cristini Caliente, which is a has a spice blend and cilantro in it. Um, during judging, they just say that it's country, it's elegant, the heat is amazing, and it's a pro spiral. At this point, Paul takes out his hand and gives her a handshake. Handshake. Handshake number. Is this number two? For Second her? handshake. Second yeah. handshake. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did. They did look the best out of all of them. Um, they looked delicious, and finally, it had heat, which was lacking from some of the other breadsticks that actually wanted to incorporate spices. So good job, Tanya. And that is the signature challenge. Uh, a little rough on all the bakers. I think a couple people did well, but Tanya came out on top and clinched the handshake. Yep. Yep. Good so, job. Uh, Big difference from the week before. Right. <laughs> she was a little worried about her performance. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Um, so two handshakes. How many handshakes total do you think Paul will give out this season? Let's In his contract, there's a minimum of five handshakes. Let's make our predictions right now. <clears throat> I feel like he's giving them out like once an episode. Yeah. How many episodes are we gonna have? Ten. Uh, there's ten bakers, so I think it'll be seven. Episodes. Can't do the math. Six or seven episodes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because the last episode is three people. Good point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does he ever give out multiple handshakes? In one episode? Yes. Yes. He's Ooh, done it. okay. I think one episode I saw him give out three, and I was like... Wow. That's really? just... Yeah, I, I just like... I would not like that if I got a handshake, and then in the same episode, he gave it to two other people. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to say five. You're going to say five? Mm-hmm. Are you going to just say six so that you can beat me? One dollar. Right? <laughs> no, I'll go on a limb and I'll say, um, I'll say eight. Eight? Okay. Eight handshakes. Mm-hmm. We're at two already. So you need three more. Right. Uh, I'll take six more. Okay. 
How many hugs is he going to give out? None. Happy hugs or sad hugs? <laughs> He's going to give out no hugs. No hugs? Okay. No hugs. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to the technical challenge. So the technical challenge was set by Paul. Um, he wants everybody to make a traditional cob loaf. Have you heard of this? I have not, but they called it the gateway of bread loaves. <laughs> so it's supposed to be something relatively easy, it sounds like, right? <laughs> I think so, too. Because <laughs> they said if you had those ingredients at home and you knew how to make this bread, no one would buy bread. You would just make your own bread. Right. And it seemed like relatively, it's just it's just a loaf, right? And it had some uh, flavoring in it. The scoring on top that was required in the hashtag form was a little bit difficult, though. Yeah, but like... How long does scoring take? <laughs> you just cut it, right? <laughs> True, but the, the just like depth, the, yeah. depending on how deep the cut, that would kind of make your hashtag either look really good or not good enough. Yeah, that's true. It just The technical challenge seemed on the like the easy side of like, for the, you know, just baking show in general. Because I've seen a lot of technical challenges and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is definitely one of the easier ones. Also, so far, I've been able to pronounce everything that they've made where in past seasons like in the british version right it gets to a point where i can't pronounce anything (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a a round loaf you say with a round loaf you have nothing to hide so i guess it's simple but if you make a mistake it's really evident the scored hashtag and yeah it's a gateway bread and um, they said that on the instructions, I guess it said that you need to make some deep cuts, and everybody took that uh, to mean different things because some people went really deep, mm-hmm. and some people would just kind of like caressed it. I don't know if that's the right term. I think that is a proper baking <laughs> term. <laughs> caress? Yeah. It's not just like a caress cut. Yeah, okay, that sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. So the, the results Sally gets knife to cut. She got first place in the last episode in Technical. That's right. It was a flip-flop. It was a flip-flop. Yeah, she, she talked about that. Andrew gets 8th. Sarita gets 7th. Tanya gets 6th. Dana gets 5th. Or Dana. Or Dana. Mar S A gets 4th. Carlo S. Okay, I'll stop, oh I'll stop that. Oh my Carlos gets 3rd. Um, Alex gets 2nd. And Bianca gets 1st. Woohoo! Graphic designer. Coming through. Came through with that hashtag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she... Hashtag first place. <laughs> Excuse me. So this round was kind of a flip-flop from the first round. It was. And they remarked about that. Right. Because before heading into the show, they said who did well and who didn't do well. And Paul says, everyone's kind of on good, on even footing because the people who did well the first round didn't do well in the technical. And vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> so... Do you think that everyone is kind of well-rounded, or do you think overall nobody is consistent? Yes. Nobody's consistent? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, maybe. Not based on what we've seen so far, right? What do you think? Yeah, I don't think they're consistent either. I mean, hopefully these bakers uh, will impress me later on this season, but for now, it seems like everything's been a little simple, and they're kind of having problems with it. Right. There hasn't been a bake that hasn't really impressed me yet. Although there's been some delicious ones that I don't want to eat, but that impressive and something I want to eat is very, uh, they're different things to me. <laughs> <laughs> so for the showstopper, the bakers are tasked with making a bread sculpture inspired by the 12 days of Christmas. Um, it has to have at least two different flavors of bread. They get four and a half hours. 
So we've seen um, a bake that incorporates the 12 days of Christmas before on the Christmas special. Mm. Uh, that was cookies, so, or biscuits. Yes. This is bread. Um, yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there a strategy in this where you don't want to pick one of the lines of the song that requires you to make more than five golden rings? Yes, I think there definitely is a strategy. Right? Yeah. I think uh, that song is what everybody thinks of, and you definitely want to keep it at a reasonable number. So props to the people who made more stuff. For Although it. we did see one drummer drumming, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, start with Alex. Cause, okay. Because Alex makes a Christmas drummer drumming, which is kind of, I mean, it has to do with the 12 days of Christmas, right? Yeah. But Isn't it 12 drummers drumming? Is it? Ten, 10 Lords of Leafy? Let's say 11. I'm going to say yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go through the entire song to get it right. <laughs> but uh, it looks pretty good. Um, he uses, uh, he, he decides to go for it and use three flavors. Right. It was a minimum of two. Yeah. He's like, now he's three. Yeah. He has an onion drummer, a sausage road drum, which uh, I saw him grilling that sausage. It looked delicious. <laughs> And he used uh, black pepper bread. Okay, when I first saw this thing, I thought originally the drummer was from the torso up. <laughs> but then when they turned it, it actually had tiny little legs on it. Did it? I think so, right? I Did you think it was from it. the torso up? I thought it was from the torso up too. Okay, I thought when they turned it, it actually had like little legs on it. Hmm. But it would have been better if it was torso up because it was seriously out of proportion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't going for realism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the judges and judging the the herbs were good. The structure is good. Um, pretty good bake. But when Paul is cutting it up to uh, get a piece of it, he decapitates the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> He's a savage. He's always <laughs> a savage when he goes in for the bite. I, I think he knew what he was doing. He wanted to uh, send a message. Yes. But uh, that was pretty funny. Do you get penalized for only making one drummer drumming? <coughs> um, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I don't. Think, I don't <clears throat> think yeah. they penalize. Unless them. it was like very tiny, like he made a tiny <laughs> drummer. <laughs> They're like, we give you four and a half hours. This is all you made. Okay, but that's gonna come into play later. Yeah, I think we'll so. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. So uh, let's move on to brother Andrew. Who makes a morning sweet and savory holiday loaves? He uses chocolate cranberry to make a corone. How do you pronounce it? Yes. Is okay. it French? Corone. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, there's also rosemary and cheese with pear. And during judging, Paul says, I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> Classic reality TV jargon. <laughs> is that classic reality TV jargon? It is. There's a way to like get someone's reaction and then like turn it upside down. Yes, Simon Cowell does that all the time. He does. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start using that like in every day. Like if a waiter asked me how my food was, I'll be like, I don't like it. I love it. I encourage this. In fact, I want to be there when you do it. <laughs> we could totally make this happen. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not very hard to make happen. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that, that that was pretty funny. <laughs> Paul's not really normally that playful, but. Like, I guess he wanted to uh, spook, the, spook the brother. <laughs> Moving on to B Bianca. Bianca makes a swimming in Seattle 
um, bread sculpture. She uses apricot, walnut, and fugas. Fugas? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so Bianca, um, when she was in the first part of the episode, when she was making her signature, she forgot the yeast. This time, she uh, accidentally doesn't use brown butter, which she said is a part of her recipe. Mm. So again, Bianca is forgetting things. She's forgetful. They're allowed to have a list of ingredients, right? Yeah, but I think for she's... this particular challenge, not yeah for the showstopper. Yeah, yeah. I think she just forgot to use what she the had. The list. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm think I'm remembering her as right now as like the forgetful picker. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Bianca, if you're listening. We're still pulling for you, though. We're still pulling for you, definitely. Um, during judging, the judges said that there wasn't enough filling. And her bread was underdeveloped. Mm. Hmm. So, Bianca, not, not doing so well. Um, hopefully she pulls it back up next week. Moving on to Carlos, who makes, or attempts to make, nine ladies dancing flamenco bread. So, <clears throat> let's break this down. He attempted to make nine ladies dancing flamenco bread. Um, he gets eight. <laughs> he doesn't make nine. One dancer down. Also, um, did these look like dancers to you? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so either. It was a stretch. I mean, <clears throat> you had to really think of it in an abstract way. Yeah. Paul pa said that too. He joked about it. Um, he said that the dancers have muffin tops, which uh, Baby Spice says that no ladies like muffin tops. Um. Personally, when I eat like a blueberry muffin, I enjoy a muffin top, but I don't think that's what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> he also used a lot of romesco and manchego cheese bread, which at one point he used like way too much of it, mm. and it looked kind of messy. So uh, the judges picked up on all of this. They said that it was a little sloppy. Um, the flamenco dancers didn't look like dancers. And the, even though he used all that uh, that spread... There was no flavor in the dough. Yeah, it's weird how that turns out, huh? Yeah, it looked like really flavorful, but maybe just like overall it's like bland. So if you're him and you lose a dancer, is it better to just scrap all of them except for one dancer? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> or turn the eight dancers into one big dancer? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of rough, huh? Yeah, Carl had it a little rough. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we never figured out what Carlo did for a living, did we? We did not. I don't believe they said that. Do you think he's a flamenco dancer? Possibly. Or is he expert counter? No, actually, no. He counted right. He just he just one <laughs> foul. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to Dana. Is that what we decided on? No, I'm pretty sure we decided on Dana. Okay, Dana. Okay. Dana makes turtle dove tattoo bread. Um, she, she says that it will be flavored with pear and pandan. And then she describes pandan as a Chinese sugar sweetener with vanilla flavor. At this point of the show, my wife said, what? Looked at me and she said, that's not what pandan is. And that's not what the flavor of pandan is. Oh. <laughs> and she said... My wife said, are you going to bring this up on the podcast? I hope you correct it on the podcast. And I said, yes, I'll correct it on the podcast. 
Good job. So what uh, Dana describes Panan as is actually not what it is. It's actually um, it's from a plant. It's like a flavor from a plant. Oh. But it's not normally known as like a sweetener. It's just a flavor. What does it taste like? It tastes kind of coconutty. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, it's really good. But uh, um, she uh, Dana misrepresented the Panan. Flavor profile is just a little off. All right, yeah, just a little off where she doesn't know exactly what Panan is. Um, but also, did her bake look like a crab to you at one point? Yes, it did. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, is it just me or is that a crab? Yeah. Also, at one point, um, well, she she has her dough. Paul just like goes up to her dough and he, he pokes it. it. He pokes it. Yes. <laughs> and he just like stares at her. Yes. She's like, mm, okay, <laughs> Paul poked my dough. Yes, but I think she was excited about it. Yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. That was an interesting <clears throat> moment. But I mean, the I guess the test of dough is that you poke it. It's supposed to it's supposed to bounce back, right? That'll show you that it has good texture. Mm-hmm. I think it did bounce back. Mm-hmm. Uh, during judging, they said that the the pear will never bring flavor. That's right. She used pear. Yeah. Um, which is kind of deceiving because they judge uh, Brother Andrew, and he also used pear, mm. and they liked his pear flavor. So it's a little contradictory that they told her that pear would never be flavorful. But he also had bacon, yeah, bacon and cheese in his. Yeah. So that that might have been more of a primary flavor, the bacon. Yeah. They versus said, they said his his pears were whimsical. Yeah, we've heard that word before. Whimsical. <laughs> yeah, didn't we? I think so. The first time. Yeah, yeah. Because we were comparing it to what's better, whimsical or rustic. Right. Do you think the judges need at the source? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> After you've judged so many of these shows. You probably run out of adjectives. <laughs> yeah. You're probably at the like the store and you're like, hmm, obviously it's okay. We're kind of whimsical. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, she was, uh, Dana was not as successful with her pair as Andrew was. Mm-hmm. Marissa, moving on to Marissa, she makes swimming swan wings. With German Stalin and orange fugas. So um, she says that it will be an actual size swan. They're pretty big. Yes. Yep. Yes. So uh, I think her her concept is good. Her design is good. Um, they said that her Stalin was good. And overall, pretty good bake. Yeah, I thought it was pretty neat looking. Yeah. I think uh, they look like swans, <laughs> which is important. Moving on to Sally. Sally makes golden ornament Christmas tree, which contains chocolate and espresso in the Christmas tree and an orange and cardamom for flavoring. The judges said that uh, she needed more butter and her bread was underprived, which is uh, kind of disappointing for Sally. She didn't have a good week, Sally. Not what we would have expected from, from her. From Starbaker first week. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully she'll do well in the next one. I think she will. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> well, she was a star baker, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. She just did. She won the technical. Right. Star baker was Alex. the earring. Yeah, yeah, the, okay. the walking, <laughs> the walking, the walking earring. earring, as you yeah. refer to. <laughs> right. Hey, he's the highlight of the show now. I think he is. He, he definitely is. I just want to see what he wears as an earring every episode. Agreed. And also, he's a pretty good baker. He's from Harvard. He is, yes. Chemist. Yes. Yes. Uh, moving on to Sarita. Sarita makes a swan family a swimming. 
which contains pesto bread and pepper pancetta. Um, the judges, when they're judging, they said, doesn't it really look like a swan? Kind of looks like a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agreed with the judges. It did look like a chicken. And she also had, like, little baby swans. And they said, these baby swans, they look like bagels. <laughs> kind of did. So uh, she didn't hit all of her marks there. They said that the the bread was unapproved. Yeah. Um, the good effort. It was kind of mild, but it was good effort. Not not too bad for Sarita. Tanya, Tanya makes a perfect partridge in a pear tree uh, bread sculpture, which contains lemon rosemary bread and marzipan. And uh, I think Tanya was on her way to Starbaker, but this didn't turn out so well. Mm-hmm. They said that it looked. It looked good, but the bread needed needed more proving, and it needed more liquid. Yeah, I thought aesthetically it was pretty elaborate. Yeah, I thought so too. But um, I guess the flavor and the bread wasn't there. Right. So that is the showstopper round. Um, heading into the results, I had no idea who was going to start. It was tough to determine. Yeah, I was like, who I who's who's done well, and I was thinking this. Even as I was taking notes, and I was looking at my notes, and like, nobody's really succeeded that well. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I mean, yeah, during the showstopper, everybody had a little bit of trouble. And then during the breadsticks for the signature, everybody had a little trouble too. And then the technical, a lot of people did bad. So I was like, I have no idea. It was like one of the most like surprising like announcements of like who would be star baker because usually i have no idea like right. oh, this person's probably i have no idea <laughs> were you really impressed with any of the bakes at all mm. like in the showstopper was there something that you just thought wow this is really good like heads heads and tails mm. above the rest no were you no is the phrase heads and tails or is it heads and shoulders <laughs> head and shoulders you talking about dandruff hey, i don't know i'm terrible with analogies <laughs> <laughs> no, heads and shoulders Head and shoulders heads above. And shoulder, it can't be Your heads head and shoulders and, above everybody else. Heads and shoulder. Yeah, that means you have more dandruff than everybody else. Okay. You're clearly the person with the most dandruff. Right. Right. In the baking show. Not a good mix. Not at all. <laughs> I'd blame it on flour. Right. So um, they announced Star Baker, and Star Baker is Brother Andrew. Brother Andrew, my pick from last week. Which is, uh, you did a good job. That was just a guess. <laughs> no, he, he's pretty solid. Um, I looked back at my notes for the signature, and he didn't do so well in the signature. He used too much, uh, like, lemon, and it overpowered the signature. Mm-hmm. In the technical, I don't think he did that well either. So I think he won this solely based on the showstopper. His showstopper was delicious. They loved it. <clears throat> yeah, and I guess, like, all you need is, I mean, maybe some episodes you just need to have one really good bake, and then you can get a star baker. They said he was consistent, though. But the way they, like, edited it, it didn't seem like he, I mean, even in the technical results, let me look back at the technical. Um, so, the technical, he got eighth place. Yeah, you're right. That's next to last. Consistently okay. No, that's, that's bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and during the signature, they said that, yeah, his flavor wasn't good. He used too much lemon and destroyed everything. But he won. He got, he, he got Star Maker. But anyway, that was that was exciting. I like Brother Andrew, so I was happy to see him get that award. Same. And then they announced, uh, you know, who's going to go home. And I was like, there's about like five people who <laughs> are in trouble. <laughs> there's a lot of people who are in trouble. Yes. Uh, the most glaring one was uh, the person who did go home, which was Carlos. 
I think the mistakes were too evident. Yes. Yes. You can't say that there's going to be a number of something and then have one less of that. And then also call like a, a, a road bread a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, then, we wanted him to stick around though so we could learn more <clears throat> about him. Yeah, unfortunately, um, Carlos goes home and that is the end of the episode. That's it. That's it. So that's bread week. Um, next week we have seven bakers remaining. Shall we go into our segments? Yes. Okay. So first segment, what did you think was the funniest moment of the episode? The funniest moment for me was when Carlos was trying to describe his sweet potato breadsticks to Paul. Yeah. And he was about to ask Paul a question, and Paul just didn't pay any attention to him and just said, good luck, and then walked away. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that? Yeah. He was like, "Uh, do you think that? And then Paul was like, good luck. (laughs) And he just walked away. Uh, what was yours? That was, that was pretty good. Mine, we kind of went over it already. It was when uh, Paul poked the dad's bat. It's funny because that was actually my other one. I was like, oh. Yeah. That's kind of out of character. And it then, was obscure. The other one is also, I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, Paul had some good... Paul, Paul was the funny one this episode. Which is... Uh, what? Is a change <laughs> Where are we coming to when Paul is the, the funny comedic one? <laughs> entertainment <laughs> he, of the episode? He's the... Uh, he is the bright ray of sunshine and the comedic value. Yeah. <laughs> Not typically the case, but uh, for this last episode, good job, Paul. Kudos to Paul. Kudos to Paul. Um, moving on to our next segment, what was your favorite bake of the week? Well, we kind of talked about none of them, but <laughs> <laughs> when you were a kid and your parents or grandparents took you to like the deli, do you remember going and they would always give you breadstick? No. Okay, just me. I went to like the Bel Air deli. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, when I went to the deli, they would always give us, give you a breadstick, and it would be one of those kind of thin, hard, crispy ones. It's just plain. Oh. And when you're a kid, that's good because you're just getting some food, right? And you're happy to have it. <laughs> like, mm. So I'm going to just pick the breadsticks in general because <laughs> I didn't really know that people made flavored breadsticks. <laughs> You've never had a flavored breadstick before? Oh, I think I've had maybe some garlic. Okay. Yeah, Parmesan or something like that. But I count that as basic, right? Yeah, I guess that's pretty basic. So I've never had a flavored breadstick. <laughs> and apparently some of the judges didn't either based on the breadsticks that they right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, How about you? I think I'm also going to go with a breadstick. And I'm just going to go with the one that got the handshake, which is uh, Tanya's Christina. Christini? Mm-hmm. Caliente. Mm. I like spicy things. Yes. Um, I want to taste that heat. Bring on the heat. Strong choice. Yeah. So uh, I would definitely try to eat that and then um, tell everyone that it was super spicy. Because apparently what I think is super spicy isn't that spicy. Segue into a story. (laughs) (laughs) So me and Em went on Amazon and we bought ghost pepper beef jerky. Yes. And we tried it and I ate it. And I said, this is painful. I had a little piece and I didn't want to eat any more of it. At which point we had a lot left over. And you brought it to one of our coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> and she ate it. And she said, What did it, what was her reaction? She ate it like it was nothing, she first of all. And then she was like, Oh, this is good. And I felt like everybody was gaslighting me. <laughs> I was like, is, there, is everyone trying to trick me? Didn't you also instantly eat a McFlurry? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was great. You couldn't handle it. It was a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
can't really go wrong with that. You downed a milkshake right after. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I thought I could handle heat. Apparently, other people can handle it better. But that's yeah. okay. Your palate is just more refined. I don't know, man. That thing was painful. <laughs> <laughs> it was more refined. Yeah. Now, now it's yeah. just gone. Yeah. <laughs> My palate has burned off. Yes. <laughs> But that's the episode this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we will check back in with you guys next week for the rest or the next episode. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody.